Hi, this is Glenn McQueenie, and welcome to 20 Minutes of Insider Secrets of Successful Niches. This is where you learn the insider secrets to dominate your target market. You'll learn to work with high margin, super happy clients and build a tribe of loyal, raving fans for your business. I'm so excited to have you join me today. So sit back and enjoy the 20 minutes of insider secrets of successful niches. Well, hello and welcome to our success series. I'm just so thrilled today to have uh, Chuck Charlton from the Charlton Advantage Real Estate team. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm great, Glenn. How are you? Oh, so great. And thank you, honestly. I know uh, you run a very big, high-producing team. Uh, you're a busy guy, but I just really want to you know, thank you and acknowledge you for taking some time um, to share some of your insights with our audience today on how you kind of like built your niche market and now expanded it to such an amazing um, real estate team. So before we get into that, I just want to give some people a background. Um, so the Charlton Advantage Real Estate team is really run by Chuck and Melissa Charlton. Um, they moved um, to Milton in 2004, didn't know anybody, uh, basically took all of their life savings, their 40000 and started um, you know, just building a real estate uh, team and became such an immediate success that they had paid off that loan by the end of the first year. And since then, Chuck and Melissa have become you know, really nationally recognized as teachers and leaders in the industry. Um, they've been guest speakers in Las Vegas, San Diego, Orlando, Toronto, um, for various real estate conferences. They're what I love about them is they're just so kind and giving, and you know they've worked hard to um, get their wisdom. But I think they just love to share it with um, with everybody. And so the Charlton client family. I mean, they're they've helped over a thousand families already. Um, help um, buy and sell homes, and um, so I'm just so thrilled to have uh, Chuck with us today. So, Chuck, just um, why don't you just, you know, I gave a little bit of your bio, but, you know, is there something I missed there, or can you just really just take us on a journey about how you started your own journey in real estate? Yeah, I mean, we've known each other for a long time, too. So we knew each other when neither one of us was a big deal, right? <laughs> 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 no, it's it's been fun. I mean, you you know, I think the first thing you do is you start to master sales. And I, I remember hearing this at the, the McQueenie Method conferences. You master the sales part, and then you start to go, okay, I'm getting overwhelmed here. And so now you need to hire and leverage. And then after you get some hiring done and you figure out, you know, what's good and what doesn't work, then you, you reach a point where now you become a leader. And I think that's where I'm trying to go now is to just really be a good leader to the people around us, going from me to we to, to in some cases, they. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a great, it's a, it's a, I think you'll find, and I know you're already probably seeing this, is just the freedom you get when you're not the one who has to do everything anymore. Yeah, and when yeah. you you know stay in your unique ability eighty percent of the time because you're just good at doing this, and then you get to leverage everyone else's unique ability. So, but your team didn't just like go poof and you had a team. I mean, tell us a little bit of your journey. You know, you started as a really just you and Melissa. It was a, a husband wife team, and you know we were just we had no kids. It was just the two of us. So we worked eighty ninety hours a week. We 
had a house that we worked out of, and, and it was three bedrooms. There was the master bedroom, and then there were two offices upstairs. And, uh, and, and so we just worked and worked and worked until we got so tired we had to take a vacation probably every 90 days. And what really changed for us is when we had our first daughter, Vivian, who's now almost eight years old, she, uh, I mean, you just, you can't work like that when you have kids, when you have a family, it's not balanced. And so that was the prompting to start. You know, we started with the assistant, went through that whole process. Um, our business went down when we got an assistant, funny enough, which is not what's supposed to happen, but it did. And, you know, because I think we kind of put it on cruise control a bit and you can't really do that. You've got to stay focused. You've got to be hungry. One of the things that I've learned in my life is I either need something chasing me or I need something that I'm striving towards in order to really be an effective human being. <laughs> That's been a big thing. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's like, I, you know, I come from pretty humble beginnings and I almost feel like I'm already in the bonus round. So I, I've learned that I need that discomfort. I need to kind of feel like I'm moving in a direction in order to really just, you know, fill my day with the right things and, and to, to just be on, on the kind of bleeding edge of, of doing something positive. That is so amazing, and and what I it's almost like this high. What I heard you say there is you're almost like just um, striving to get better for the sake of getting better, just to keep your interest going. Well, you you do because I think there there comes a point with moving from survival, and I've been in survival before, and then you get a little bit of success, and and then you move to that significance, and it's like the money doesn't drive you, right? It just doesn't. It it reaches a point. Now there, I'm still not at a point where I could live the rest of my life on what's been saved up, but I I think that um, you know it has to be about something more, which which leads us into this whole conversation of of niches is who do you want to be a hero for? I think that's a very enticing message for somebody is that you can, you know, you you can, um, you know, show up like that versus I need to get a commission check. Right. So how yeah. did you discover your niche? Like, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people will kind of like flip back and forth and change the next shiny object. And I find like, you know, people like yourself, they tend to just almost line up what they're really interested in and their natural strengths to find their niche. So what was your, how did you discover that Milton Daily Home um, niche? And if you can tell everyone about what that is. Yeah, so we started back in 2010, we started a daily video called Milton Daily Homes. And we talk about all the, the homes that have listed in the last 24 hours in Milton. We do it Monday to Friday. And so I think there's like 1,400 episodes up at Milton Daily Homes. And where that started was we had a pile of leads that we weren't getting to, So, which is a problem, by the way. I think a lot of people listening would say, well, that's a good problem to have. It's still a problem because it's like you're burning money. You're just, you're generating leads and it's just, and, and they're not being uh, cared for properly. So I looked at it and I said, all of these people want the same thing. They want to receive listings by email. And so then I, I started talking with our mutual friend, Dean Jackson, and we came up with this idea. Originally, the first idea was, well, why don't every home that's listed, why don't we go and see the home? And then we can film it and say, look, I've been in here. Here's what I like about it. Here's what I don't like in some cases. But then I thought logistically that would take so much time. 
But what I do every morning is I wake up and I see what's what's come new on the market. And I thought, could I just make something where it's almost like someone looking over my shoulder and all I need to do is just say the things that are going on in my brain? Because I think all realtors are going to look at a list of homes that come out and there's going to be a list that they really love and there's going to be a list that's just okay. And there's going to be a list that really they're not that into for whatever reason. Maybe it's a bad location. Maybe the price is high. And so I started looking into the the technology of how I could make that happen. And so we use a program called ScreenFlow. And we just, for the Mac, it's only for the Mac. I think Camtasia would work for a PC. But you can actually just record what's on your computer screen. You can record through a webcam yourself in front of the computer. And then you just grab a microphone and get the audio. And that's how it started. So Milton Daily Homes was just me telling people my thoughts on what's been listed in Milton. And and that list, at the time, we were already building a, a list of about 6,000 people. It's now up to about almost 15,000 that, that we send an email saying a new episode's up. That is just one of the best leverage um examples I think I've ever heard. Like you can actually record once and distribute it um at really no cost to fifteen thousand people in your uh, community. Right. And and how we get that list is that we offer something. The only way anyone's gonna fill in a form on a website is if they believe it's of of benefit to them. So we have a lot of squeeze pages and landing pages and things that we've set up so that people would fill in that form and then uh, I think sometimes people try and do too much with their website. So Milton Daily Homes is a bonding tool to help us, you know, move the relationship along. We don't believe we can make someone move faster than they want to, but we're always there saying, by the way, here's the new episode. But I think that if you can get that name and email from the website, and this goes for whatever your niche is. Uh, so if you can get their contact information and you build that list and the list is all of a common interest. And in our case, it's people that want to hear about listings in Milton. For other people, it may be first-time buyers. For other people, it may be uh, you know downsizers. But that list all shares the common thread that they want to buy and in some cases sell a home in Milton and they want to be informed about their decision. And so that's the fun thing. That list when it's congruent like that, we can start to make offers to the list saying, would you like to come on a tour of homes? Would you like to come to a buyer class? And they've already um, said that they're interested in some kind of real estate. So it's just oftentimes it's just a matter of if they're ready and if they're free on that day. So we always get good responses when we put those offers out to the list. Well, what I'd love is you're just um, in perfect alignment with what the consumer wants, right? And the consumer can search MLS um, by themselves, or they can kind of have a bit of a coach with you sending out, you know, your um, feedback on every listing. And I love how you're edgy on it too. Like that you don't just say, oh, and here's another beautiful house. You're like, this one is really great. This one, not so much. Um, here's my top pick and people can, they really, you're building trust and rapport and you're really allowing them to move when they're ready to move. You know, I, it's so interesting. So many agents are like, oh, I've got to get a deal this month or 
my buyers aren't buying it. And it's kind of like, you know what, people are going to move on their own schedule. And the more that you can scale up your numbers, then the law of numbers and percentages just starts working in your favor. And I love like how you started and you've just built it. Um, and I'd love to know really what the payoff has been just over the last couple of years. So it's gone from you and Melissa to what does your business look like now? So there's 10 of us on the team now. There's eight licensed to admin, uh, although my wife doesn't really sell anymore. That was one of the the results of having kids is that one of us needed to step back a little bit, but she runs the team. She's incredibly talented at being a leader on the team. And uh, I still do some team leadership. I'll, I'll, you know, sell my, you know, 30 homes a year kind of thing. Like I'm not going full tilt at the business, but, uh, but my job is to really mentor and to help the agents become in my eyes, even better than me. I think a lot of people, when they grow a team, is they're afraid of that, right? Is like, I, I need to, you know, I some people feel like they need to almost hold people back, but I think, and you and I have talked a lot about hiring and, and, and uh, finding talent. I think you can't hold talent back. You've got to just boost them up. You've got to give them rocket fuel. You know, that's what they want. Yeah, so the moment you, you put a, a lid on, talent. It's just like anyone saying, okay, Chuck, you're not allowed to do anything more right now in your life. That's the moment when you're out of there. You're like, no one's putting a limit on me, you know? Yeah. And talent that's just talent wants the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Talent wants to go big, right? Yeah. So, I mean, when you talked about edgy, I mean, it's just, we try and have fun. I mean, you have to have some kind of personality to show up and, and to talk to people about, you know, what's going on in the market. But I think the missing link and the thing that as as the real estate industry changes and you've talked about in the McQueenie method a lot of the trends you know the the move towards teams and and the move towards niches but I think the other thing that's going to happen in the future is the information is almost going to become ubiquitous it's not going to be anything special to have uh information but I think the interpretation I think the curating of information so like for example, the five best homes with pools in Milton—that's something you can't Google, right? Mm -hmm. Being inside of the last house that sold and knowing what that's about, you can't Google that, right? Knowing that fifty of your past clients live in a very small area and to, to have in-depth knowledge of schools—those are things that that you just can't put in an algorithm. So there's a guy named Dave Pell who who writes a a great blog called Next Draft, and I love what he put on his website. He said, I am the algorithm. <laughs> That's great. I love that thought that I'm the algorithm. Well, you are, and it's like the more, you know, because everyone can Google the general and even sometimes some specific limited information, then what's the perceived value of a realtor now? But the more you can create, and I love what you're doing, is creating it's almost like that hyper-local, organic um, knowledge and wisdom that will never be able to be Googled. Right. And and there's there's a, uh, the whole idea of, of competition. It's very hard to come second after I've created this space. I think that once there, there's value in being the pioneer, the pioneer whoa, I'm getting another call. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> well, don't leave us. Please stay on. <laughs> yeah. No, the, there's, there's a little bit of that celebrity factor where people, 
you know, kind of meet you and, and they're like, oh my God, you're Chuck. Like I've, I've watched you and, and I've had people say that we watch you in bed together. And, you know, it's, it's really funny to, to see the, the real human connection that's there. But I, I think after doing this for six years, I still believe that the videos will will build the relationship with somebody, but I think it's not the moneymaker. And so all those fundament fundamentals still have to be there. Like, I think you've got to follow up thoroughly with people. You've got to, you know, you've got to make sure that you're uh, responding in a timely manner. You've got to put lots of calls to action around the video. You've got to move that forward. Like I said, come on a tour of homes, come to a class, uh, you know, get a copy of this guide. You've got to have good conversation skills, right? And, and I mean, even the fact that I send an email 14,000 times, or basically every day, 14, 15,000 times, that's that leverage thing that, I mean, if you're going to do videos, because I've had people that have asked me, can I do uh, whatever, Barry Daily Homes or, you know, Toronto Daily Homes, but you've got to build that list first, because if you don't have the audience, it's just not worth your time. So that's, your, that's sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say your business is your database, and um, that's what you've got. You've got a massive database, and I'm always not surprised, but um, amazed when agents were are kind of like, "Well, Chuck, I want what you've got, but I really want to do what you had to do to get it." Right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you look at how much we've spent, like we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to get that list together. That has it's still multiplied the investment many times over. Uh, but that's, you know, it's, it's a business where it's like money goes in one side and then more money should pop out the other end. And, uh, and my involvement is pretty much about a half hour a day to make that happen. That's great. So why do you think, um, the conventional wisdom of two hours of lead generation, like cold calling, um, door knocking is so prevalent in our industry right now? Like, um, rather than your more like targeted niche-based um, approach, why do why do you think that is? Well, I still think that uh, I think it's indisputable that more efforts towards lead conversion is going to be a good thing for any business, and and that includes ours. Uh, but I think the game is is can you somehow make it so that those if you're going to make 100 phone calls in a day or speak to 100 people how can you make sure that list is as concentrated as possible and the whole game of internet lead generation is is provide something a form or some information where they leave their contact information and maybe 10 percent of those people out of the calls you make are going to be ready uh when you're door knocking the same kind of thing but the nice thing about a niche is, is if you could line it up so that they're all responding or they're all coming to you, and let's say 50 of those people are ready out of the 100, because time is finite, right? If you only have 100 attempts to make, like you want to make sure that concentration is as high as possible. It's, I mean, the, the example everyone thinks of is like a referral-based business where almost every time your phone rings, it's somebody who, who's like, yeah, you know, my brother told me about you. That's a very high probability uh, piece of business right there. For sure. So and it's why people that run referral-based businesses have such a good life, and you can do that with a niche as well. Yeah, well, it's high margin, right? And it's also yeah. working with people who 
like trust. I already know you have a probably a similar mindset to you. It's more friction free. Like it's just a much easier high margin business than you know this model of everyone trying to be everything to everybody. You know, it just it amazes me um, that sometimes we even have to argue that <laughs> because to me, I'm like, yeah. just look around. The whole world's gone niche, and uh, and the internet really created a lot of these niche markets because that's where people with you know who like you know, purple poodles wearing, you know, know, polka dot hats, like there's going to be a site for that. And because that's what they're all interested in, you know, and I think that's what you've, you've done. So um, what would you, um, what advice or specific action steps would you take or tell someone who's listening to this podcast to take? What would be the first step if they wanted to get into their niche and find their niche? Um, What would you tell them? Well, I saw at the, the conference that one of the hardest things for people to do is to choose the niche, just, just make a decision. Um, but I think, I think one of the things is you can't be too specific, right? It's that it's okay to be, I mean, I hear people saying that they want to work with doctors who are pet owners in a particular building. And it's like, there's maybe five of those that exist in the world. Like it needs to be small enough that you can, you can, you know, define it in its edges, but it also has to be big enough that you could run a business of significance. So uh, I always think about, and one of the reasons we moved to Milton is because it was just kind of a smaller, a smaller pond. And I think one of the the dilemmas in a bigger uh, city like Toronto is you'd like it's almost like you become this from sea to shining sea agent where you're you're driving an hour to get to your next appointment and i love the purity of saying what if i could only drive 10 minutes in either direction to do business right it's just more it's more effective and higher margin isn't it it is, yeah, absolutely. I love, I love the the geography of being in a town that's just over a hundred thousand people, and that doesn't mean that we we can't choose to work in other areas. But we've really kind of carved out and said this is where we want to do business, and 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 just in creating that trusted relationship through daily homes uh, gives us, I think, an advantage that no other agent is doing. You know, I think that uh, while while they're you know, doing their, uh, whatever it is, magazine ads or, you know, billboards is that we're sitting here online just saying, look, come into our house and we're going to make sure you're taken care of really, really well. And we're going to tell you everything we know. And when you're ready, all you need to do is ring the bell. What an amazing system you've developed, Chuck. Um, is there anything else that um, you'd like to add or a question that I did not ask you? I, I know you're a really big deal and uh, a busy guy. Um, so just before we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, I, uh, you know, I'm just I'm thankful to even be a part of the conversation around niche markets. And, and I love what you're doing. I, I love... The, the course, the conference that, that you created is, is amazing. And I've been to a lot of conferences in my life. And, and I kind of show up a little bit skeptical now saying, okay, how much am I really going to learn at this point? Because it's a point of diminishing returns. But I just, I was, I was drinking from the fire hose at your conference. So that's a, it's, it's one of the highest compliments I could give you is that you've hung around with really smart people. Uh, I hung, I hung around with you and, and we talk on a, on a semi-regular basis, but, um, 
the the course, the book, everything is amazing that you've created. And my advice is hang around with smart people and uh, and good things happen. You're the best, Chuck. And thanks for the plug, too. That was amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. And I'm grateful to you, and I'm grateful for our friendship, and I'm really grateful that you took some time to share your wisdom with the people on this um, podcast. So thank you very much, Chuck, and um, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my 20-minute podcast on Insights of Successful Niches. My goal is to give you more financial freedom by helping you take your natural strengths to a target market of people you love to work with. You can find out more information by downloading my book for free for a limited time. The book's called The McQueenie Method, Own Your Niche, Own Your Market. And you can download it at themcqueeniemethodbook.com. That's themcqueeniemethodbook.com. Imagine what it'd be like to spend two days with me in person to help you find your niche market. I will help you take your natural strengths and unique abilities to a target market of people you love to work with. You'll build a tribe of happy clients who become raving fans of your business. So just go to themcqueeniemethod.com for upcoming dates. Thanks again and have a great day.